0: Spoiling for a fight, Bain tugged at the hang of his black sack coat, settled his black stetson atop his thick dark hair, hitched at his black leather gun belt, and then stepped out of his shadowed corner, gently massaging the butts of his colts with his calloused palms. He crossed the cave slowly, steadily, not once taking his eyes from the other man. As he walked, his solid silver spurs jingled distinctively, setting up a weird, discordant tinkle that echoed around the cave. One by one, the deserters, the miners, the whores and abortionists, the cheats, the road agents and philanderers the colonel had talked about, all looked around, sensing trouble. That Bane was restless and on the prod. He didn't stop walking until a shadow fell across Gorsky. The pole no longer the big, barrel-chested man he'd once been, but still a formidable size, looked up at him. He had a bullet-shaped head, and a fuzz of close-cut red, fair hair, a brutal face that had been reshaped by more barrack-room brawls than he could remember. His ears were little more than lumps of dead cartilage, the flesh around his piggy-green eyes scarred and constantly swollen. "'Duck!' he growled. "'Cook Bane felt his temper flare hotter still. Even after all these decades, the son of a bitch still wouldn't address him in English. "'You've been looking at me again, Gorsky," he said. "'Looking at me like you got something on your mind. "'Well, whatever it is, here's your chance to spit it out or swallow it.' "'I got nothing to say to you,' said Gorsky, his accent thick, awkward. Bane shook his head. "'You know what?' Your tongue says one thing, but your eyes say another. Gorsky scowled. He had a florid face, a broken nose, big, ugly lips. You are calling me a liar? Absolute silence ruled the cavern now, until Bane growled, I'm calling you a damn liar. Gorsky brought his enormous right hand up and scratched thoughtfully at his lantern jaw. He'd broken more than one man with those heavy, scarred fists, but that didn't bother Bane. Gorski couldn't kill him. Gorski could never kill him. But there was a rage building inside him, and he had to relieve it or go crazy, so it would be good to let him at least try. As if reading his mind, Gorski suddenly brought one leg out and around, and Bane knew a fleeting moment of surprise as his legs were swept out from under him. He went sprawling, and Gorsky scrambled up, growling like a bear. Bane rolled, rose to hands and knees, but knew he was too late. Gorsky was already towering over him, one hand grabbing him by the collar, the other by the back of his gun belt. A second later, Gorsky rammed him head first into the side of the stone altar, and Bane's neck snapped with a sharp crack. Bane swore, rolled over, "'rocked his head from side to side a couple of times "'until the broken vertebrae and cartilage "'clicked back into place, then rose to his feet. "'Gorski came thundering towards him, "'only his eyes showed any emotion. Bain set himself, brought his fist up, "'and when Gorski was close enough, "'let go a roundhouse right "'that snapped the pole's head sideways. "'Bane hit him again, this time in the belly, "'then sent another jab into his face.' Blood wormed from Gorsky's right nostril, and he stepped back. But that was about the extent of it. So Bane threw another punch, and this time Gorsky caught his fist in one big palm and started crushing. The bloodlust rising in them, the others quickly formed a ragged circle around them, howling their approval. Above it all, Bane heard his fingers break and clenched his teeth at the pain— but at the same time he wanted to grin as well, because the pain reminded him that he wasn't entirely dead yet, that there were still some things he could feel. Pain, however fleeting, being one of them. While Gorsky concentrated on pulping his hand, Bane reached for his left-side colt and drew it in one smooth motion. He shoved the long octagonal barrel into Gorsky's belly, thumbed back the hammer, and fired once Twice, three times, four. The force of the bullet sent Gorski flying. He crash-landed on his back, bleeding from the gut. But even as Bane worked his broken fingers and felt them reset almost instantly, so too did Gorski's wound stop bleeding and begin to heal.